Good Yom Tif, everybody. Hope everyone out there has had a wonderful Yom Kippur. I just finished up my fast. I know Kevin has as well. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the Bruce Brothers Power Hour, baby. Round two. Yeah, we're back. We're back on the we're back on the mic after a big week one of the NFL. Some gambling, some wise guys, some uh, Super League outcomes, and uh, we're here to talk week two. We're rolling, baby. Let's do it. Yeah, we're back. I'm shaking off the rest as we speak. We've also got a uh, special guest with us today, uh, name of Alan, who is sitting right across the table from us, kind of acting as intern, AV guy, you know, third th- third party here. So and God, like, does he look good. He's looking great. Just looking good, I'd as like always. i to go by Uncle Al the rest of the way, if that's okay. Consider it done. All right, was your first food consumption of the day this olive in the martini it, you just made? It, it sure was. It's actually a podtini, and I haven't eaten the olive yet, but my first item of uh consumption was liquid i really respect that <laughs> hey uncle alan do you know what today is what's today today's actually a really big day uh it's an anniversary of something can you guess uh something jewish <laughs> um, yes mm, yes actually, actually you're warm yeah. yeah oh not wait not yom kippur no oh something else yes huh and today's september 16th that's correct 2021 doesn't mean anything to me. This is the 15th anniversary of our own Ari's Bar Mitzvah. Oh my God, dude, you remembered. Well, how could I forget? That was, I mean, watching my best friend become a man. Oh right in front my of us. goodness, that is so sweet. I wish I could have been there. It was, a, it was a magical night. You should have seen it. You should have seen it. Uh, the best party of the year in the state of Pennsylvania, hands down. A lot of grind lines. Grind lines and full sobriety. That was the last time I had fun as a sober person. A lot of soda, though. A lot of soda, ripping Shirley Temples. Wow, 15 years. Been yeah. a man for 15 years. Been a man for 15 years. That is a special thing. You think wow. you can go another 15? Oh, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm kind of reverting back to pre-bar mitzvah Ari these days. <laughs> yeah, I second that. I give, I give him 10. You give me 10? Give him 10. I'll take 10. Um, well, it's, it's exciting to be here. I think we've got a couple of, uh, of new things to introduce. Um, I want to kick us off here by introducing something we're going to call the Beef House. Um this is going to be the place where people who have beef get put. People in the league who have beef with each other can be two-way beef. They each have beef with each other. It can be one-way beef. One person has beef with someone else. They're getting thrown in the beef uh, house. That's more of a grievance, I would say. Oh, is that going to be a grievance? A grievance, a crime against humanity. We have a different house for that? Yes. Okay, so the beef house will only have two people with beef? You have to have multiple beefies in the beef house. Okay, sort of like a, a math problem. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't overcomplicate. It just needs to be more than one person in the, in the house. It's an algorithm of sorts. Yeah, let's not get you started on algorithms. <laughs> I, do love, I do love a good algorithm. Okay, so we got a beef house uh, situation here. First two members of the beef house. Uh, and this is a tight beef house. This cramped, angry parties in there. Like, this is at, about as, you know, contentious as a beef house as you're going to see. It's two big boys in one small room rubbing up against each other. Honestly, I would say it's... Four guys. It's arguably four. It's driven by two. Driven by two. 
driven by two, driven by two, by one, at least one. That we know at, of. at least one. So here's this. Here's the story. We've got Deli and Chad in the beef house for sure. Mm-hmm. I'd say their co-owners are the ones we're saying. Are, are they in? Are they out? I think so. I think Bark is definitely in. Yeah. I think Sice is 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 on. He's maybe on the stoop potentially. Mm, maybe. I was gonna say Uncle Allen's on the stoop. Uncle Allen's definitely on the stoop, but that's a different beef. Stoop house. Beef, beef stoop. Beef stoop. I don't think we're in the beef house yet. Yeah, I don't think you're in the beef house well, yet didn't either. We call you a hipster in basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so for, for a little bit of background, um, we are also in a dynasty basketball league. Um, Kevin posted a picture of me. I don't know this guy. Looking good. I, I, to be fair to him, in this particular picture, I did look like a hipster. You were rocking the bit. old Uncle Allen's mustache. Guy, yeah. Exactly. Uh, this guy doesn't fucking know me, but he called me a hipster. So I look. That's old beef. I, I wouldn't say this is beef. Um, Minor beef. Minor beef. Plant not, based beef. Do not Kittle Diggs beat their ass last week. They did. Um, so I, I let the team speak for itself. That's and, accurate. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. Well, the two that makes sense. The two major uh, components here, Deli and Chad, I think, are the two kind of ringleaders. Uh, their beef started on draft day. Uh, with a Javante Williams battle all the way up. They took him all the way up to a number just way too high. Really, and, really high of a number. And Delhi won, and Chad's pissed. So as far as I know, and here's a little bit of inside baseball, Javante was Dave's guy. Delhi was going along for the ride there. He was letting him have his guy there. So Delhi's definitely in this beef house. I mean, Delhi's down I mean, sorry. in any beef house. Yeah. Uh, and um, I think that the beef really started with Kyle Pitts also. I think that uh, the Team Jelly Deli was put off by mm. Team Smelly Pitts, smelly bidding tactics, taking it all the way up to 180-some dollars. Is it just like a lavish spending thing that pissed them off, or did they want him? I think it was like an Eric, like a how dare you. Oh, Interesting. And okay. I honestly feel similarly. How yeah. dare you ruin our entire draft plan with your arrogance? Well, in fairness, you were also very in that oh, yeah. battle. I was in the final two. You were in the final two. Didn't get him. Didn't get him. That might be a win, though. A win to not get him? Might be a win. I'll take that. So anyway, it starts on draft day. Big time battle. Deli and Chad. I didn't even realize this is happening. All of a sudden, after the fact, we look. New team name for Team Jelly Deli. And it is Team Cutler and Sice. So they've taken their names and made them their own. And and logo is, I believe, Chad's wedding photo? Yeah. Or LinkedIn? Is it I wedding? Got, it's a pretty sexy photo. It's a pretty I sexy, guess. pretty serious, no messing around yeah. kind of photo. I honestly think the photo of Chad may have been the spark that ignited this entire fire. I bet you that the Kyle Pitts thing was happening. They're searching, who is this Chad Cutler? And then they see that picture. And they're like, oh, my God. This is a provocative picture. Unbelievable. I'm going to lean into this as hard as I can. It's incredible. And it's gotten to the point now where it's so petty. They are poop emoji reacting to each other's uh, pickups and moves in the chat, which is yeah. just just perfect. And, and uh, I, I love it. Sleeper comes out. Best team of the week. Worst team of the week. Oh, yes. Team Jelly Chad. Deli slash quote unquote team Cutler and Tice is the worst team in week one. Worst managed, Thanks meaning to Uncle they, Allen spanking them, and they had the lowest percentage of possible points in their lineup, so, meaning they just picked the wrong lineup. Correct, and then uh, team team Chad, team Smelly, Smelly Pits, Pits was the best. Yep, 
they so, got like 98% of their possible points in their lineup. So it, it was back to back, chat, best yeah. and worst. Chad's winning at one. Delhi's winning in the chat. Where does this go? I don't know, but I'm excited to I see where Delhi happens. I think has the people. He has the masses on his side. Delhi has the people. He's got the laugh so far. He's had the best zingers, and he's really driving the bus here. Yeah. But Chad's got it where it counts. He's got the points. This is what matters in these types of leagues. This is what matters. I'm looking forward to see what happens in week two. Yep. Welcome to the beef house. Delhi, Chad, Bark, Sice. Boomin'. Okay, now is the time for a segment that we like to call Ari's Injustices and Kev's Crimes Against Humanity, where we air uh, things that bothered us during week week after week activity. Uh, so Ari, do you want to go first with any injustices? You don't have to have any. I'll, I'm happy to go first. And as you know, I'm often feeling uh, like something has just gone horribly wrong throughout unfair. a Sunday Yeah. in an unfair way. Yeah, you feel mistreated. I feel like there are crimes against humanity. Well, that's my thing. All the time. Okay. Yeah, no, I know. Okay. They, they're interchangeable, I think. That's but fair. yeah, okay, I used your term, which actually is Sam's term. But I'll yeah, neither here nor there. Get on with it. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers. Minus eight and a half, up 41-17 at the two-minute warning. 41-17, was that 24 points? Uncle Al, check the math on that one. They're up 24 points, I think. Crunch the numbers. Crunch the numbers. Let me know if I'm wrong. Two-minute warning. Just need them to hold on there. They give up another some number of points. 16, I believe. Two touchdowns with two two two-point conversions. They only win by eight. They had a chance to tie it. And I lose the bet. And they did have a chance to tie, and it was goddamn bullshit. And I'm fucking pissed about it, honestly. That was one of my locks, also. I'm fucking pissed about it. I'm sorry about that injustice. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, I'm really sorry about that. Mine, I'm going to keep quick. This one didn't apply to me, but I heard a lot of people uh, griping about it in the group chat. Uh, Cooper Cup apparently almost scored a touchdown, didn't get it. Daryl Henderson punched it in. Big swing for fantasy owners there on the Cooper Cup side and on the Daryl Henderson side. And I would also like to air a crime against humanity of Chase Claypool not punching in an end around 25 yard run. He got dragged down about four. I think he should have had it. Yeah, you'd think that, but the problem with him is, you know, he's only ever gonna have the ball when he gets it handed to him because Big Ben can't throw. So that's a real problem for Chase Claypool owners out there, as we all know. Big Ben is in the Uncle Rico phase of his career. Oh, he's officially. so toast, man. He's burnt, crisp, black charred toast he's looking slender though <laughs> he can't throw well, at least he looks good can't throw it down the field well let's see what week two has in store for those Steelers. we sure we sure will all right next segment victory laps and guillotines yeah so this is going to be where we take premature victory laps on things we predicted on previous weeks on previous pods things that seem to have gone right for us and uh, we'll be guillotined for the things that we did not get correctly. All right, I'll go first. Uh, guillotine, Amari Cooper, big wrong on that one. I think he – was he the best player in fantasy week one? He was awesome. 35 points or something like that? We had him as a candidate for Candleboy status, losing his wide receiver one job to either and you know or, and or C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, and he was awesome. All right, two more guillotines for me. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, I was high on him. Big goose egg. He's healthy scratched. Is that right? Yeah. Goose okay. egg nonetheless. Uh, and, yeah, Robbie Anderson, I had him getting candleboyed. Uh, he had a big, big touchdown catch. So I'll definitely uh, admit where I'm wrong there. Revenge game. 
You think it's a revenge? It game might be a one and done. Okay. I wouldn't tell yourself short. Victory laps here. Miles Sanders. That was a great pick. He looked awesome. Had a good game. Jimmy Garoppolo looked awesome. Led the Niners whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know about all that. You predicted that he was going to keep his job, be a top quarterback, and have Trey Lance check, traded. Check. We are we are not marking that one down. That I'm one gonna, is still I'm in the air. Mark off. I'm gonna. It's an unrealized game. Consider but, that uh, one not complete. Okay. And then the final one, uh, I'll take a lap on James Conner, uh, being really good. He had a nice stiff arm week one. Looks, what? Belt back there. You're giving him a a really good. Now he can have one good stiff arm where he actually, I think, gained under five yards on the play, he looked, and that's he, a win. He looks like Pete Connor. Oh, man. Kevin has a thing for Arizona Cardinal running. Backs. He really does. I think you actually mean Eno, right? That, that's right. Right, yeah. No, Eno loves Arizona Cardinal yeah, running backs. Don't you, Eno? Eno's never going to crack the rotation as long as of James Of course Connor not. Eno's there. sitting at this table. He's not going to have any points. Yeah. Okay, your turn. Okay, well, mine are uh, similar in the, in the guillotine section. I had... Uh, uh, Amari Cooper there as well. The other one that looks pretty bad is the Jalen Hurts candle boy status, potentially losing his job to Gardner Minshew. Jalen Hurts looked fucking awesome. Maybe it was the Atlanta defense. Maybe he's fucking awesome. Maybe it's somewhere in between. Didn't look like any possibility for candle boy status there. You guys need some kind of sounder that's like, you're so fucking stupid. Or yeah. Like Do we have any you're so fucking stupid recordings we can play mm. in here? You'll find one, I'm sure. That was my only miss. My victory lap that really is potentially a victory lap to end all victory laps uh, was my really amazing, maybe you should call me the Oracle, Ryan Fitzpatrick as a candle boy. Not only because Ryan Fitzpatrick will lose his job, but because Taylor Heineke will be so good that they will have no choice. And what happens first quarter of the first game of the week of the year? That did not happen. Taylor Heineke's in the game. Uh, he's in the game. How did he get in the game? Well, I, you know, part of the bet was that Ryan Fitzpatrick is 40 and, you know, those guys have bad hips. And here we go. I didn't hear anything about any hips. Bad hips costing him again. Look, he may have cracked the hip. Okay, it happens. Heineke Does it? is not going to start the rest of the season. We'll see. I, I think Heineke is going to be frisky. Frisky? More frisky than Fitz would have been. Yeah, okay. And he is in my lineup, and I am going to watch him I've stacked him with Terry McLaurin tonight. If there's one thing about Heineke, it's that he's frisky. Frisky. Uh, so I feel really good about that one. That was epic. Uh, I don't care what you say. I nailed that shit. Uh, I also said Melvin Gordon would be really annoying. 50 mm. 50 split with Javante week one, 100 yards. Count him down as annoying. And the other one that was absolutely uh, spot on was Malca- uh, Michael Thomas over guys like Devontae Smith amongst others, looking horrible already. Uh, so I nailed that one. That's all I got. Yeah, those are, uh, I mean, questionable, especially the Heineke one. Uh, that is not questionable. By the time this podcast comes Candle out, boy. I have a great feeling that this is going to be a horrible take. It didn't matter why he was a candle boy. He was, and he is. I predict Because this is he's a, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I predict this is a guillotine next week. Taylor Heineke? Taylor Heineke. Guillotine. That could be a guillotine in a couple of hours. I, I can't know, wait. By the time your I'm, head hits your pretty calling, little pillow. I'm calling three touchdowns from Taylor Heineke tonight. Boom. A dominant performance. Boom. Three Washington football team or New York Giants touchdowns tonight. Pick six is what I'm talking he about. He means Washington, and they're going to win. And Taylor's going to win. 
Okay, well, let's move off of that segment because it was good segment though. A little bit too Taylor Taylor Heineke heavy. From I'm sweating from that segment, yeah, baby. You are sweating. I'm sweating. Can we, can we get him something? Some ice. Uncle Al, grab me a towel, will you? Need to towel this guy down. Do we have any towel boys around here? Yeah. Uh, also, one more victory lap that I want to take is my win over my co-host. Oh, oh you thought I was going to forget. I you? thought he was going to forget. Well, it. guess what? I'm not forgetting. My co-host and I serendipitously matched up week one. Ari was a 20-point favorite coming. I think he was the highest projected scorer like in the league coming into the matchup. And them again this week. I mm-hmm. had a horrible Zeke showing on Thursday night. Got me real down the dumps. Uh, right you had one of those time. classic PT moments, didn't you? A public <sighs> tantrum. Uh, it was not a PT. Um, <laughs> it was not. And was halfway anyway, to we, a PT. We, we held on and we got the win on Sunday Night Football with that Henderson touchdown that I was talking about and proved uh, that we're the better team and ownership group. Wow. I don't think those things are true. But you know what? Winning now is not nearly as important as winning later. Okay. I'll take later. We will see I'll you see, again. I'll later. see you in the playoffs there, tough well, guy. we actually have another regular season match. Oh, perfect. Yes. If I recall, you didn't even have your team, your own team in the playoffs, and I did. Yeah, so it shows you. It's a good team. It's a fine team. It's a fine team. It's a fine team. Should we head over to predictions for the week? For the week, I'd like one for the year. You'd like one for the year? Yes, I would like to make one for the year. He's going to have one for the year. Okay, here's my prediction. Top 15 quarterback. Entire season to Rod Taylor. Book it. Now, boys and girls, this is strictly a sales pitch. Do not listen to it. Do not fall for it. This is a snake oil salesman at his best. I'll let the numbers do the talking. I actually like that prediction in the sense Thank that you, Uncle he's, Al. He's throwing it to Brandon Cooks a lot, who I think will be a top yep. 15 wide receiver in the league. Another snake oil salesman. Your long prediction. <laughs> These guys are out here telling you things that they only Book think it. because they're on their teams. I, I could not have said it better myself. You must avoid these things. You must avoid them. Hey, we're, we're trying. To, I'm not, I didn't say it was for sale. I just said it was going to be a top 15. You player. tried to sell him to me multiple times this week. I, I do not <laughs> think I did. <laughs> he, can he be had? Sure. Can he be had? And what does uh, the price say you, good sir? Uh, you'll have to talk it over with my, my co Yes. It's snake oil salesman Teams time. Ransom. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's jump into the matchups for the week, I think. Let's do it. I love it. This is the segment where we this go the through meat. the matchups for the week. This is the meat and potatoes, I think, of the pod here. Uh, where should we start? Let's start with the one at the top of my list, and that's me against... Uh, Danny and I, the Slobberknockers FC against uh, Team J Mule. Slobberknockers Football Club against Alvin and the Chipmunks. Okay, you, I did not intentionally say J Mule to pick on him from last week. Look at my screen. It says Team J Mule. Interesting. So mine says K- Alvin and the Chipmunks. Mine if you also, refresh. Mine also says K- Alvin. Okay. And the Is this a refresh? Could be a issue? refresh situation because he did change it today upon me texting him that it was still oh, Jamie. There we go. Yeah. It's better now. It's a refresh thing. Okay. Uh, but I did have to text him. Okay. But he's in. What is this, a Calvin Johnson thing? It is a <laughs> Alvin Ridley thing okay. and a, a Alvin Kamara thing. Okay. So this is a potentially juicy matchup. Um, I have this down as my uh, marquee matchup of the week. Marquee matchup of the week. Yes. Okay. Um, 
Alan, Uncle Alan, you'll do any tiebreakers where Ari and I are against each other. Uh, so what do you think the outcome will be? And what do you think the deciding factor will be for that outcome? I think this is a great matchup. Like we just talked about, it's probably going to be the closest of them. I've got uh, Alvin by a hair, by a hair? Uh, to win this week. Okay. Uh, any any sort of player performance that you're keeping your eye on? I think uh, the biggest reason why is I think a potential Eagles going up against a really tough Niner defense uh, hits you in a couple of ways. Even if we you know pull that out, even if we look good, it's probably not you know. 50 60 points from those three guys yeah it's probably a slop fest so i think that that i think that hurts you i think derrick henry probably gets right a little bit um against seattle um again i think it's really close but that's that's where i'm at yeah i think i agree with you unfortunately uh that brady versus atlanta matchup that's a juice box i just feel like i'm giving up 30 points there that's a juice box and i don't like that for us yeah i will say he does have some other tough matchup tough matchups though mike davis against tampa that's tough that is tough uh darren waller against pittsburgh that's never fun um he's got some toughies in there no Janus doubt against that panthers d we sneaky like and alvin also against the panthers d yeah well this is a big test for it's the gonna be a good d. matchup if the eagles can get off against the niner that niner defense you can pull it out no well, doubt i was gonna say that's the issue for kevin this week is that the eagles aren't playing the falcons anymore. right yeah Exactly. We aren't? <laughs> no, we don't get the Falcons every week. What oh, is this? Uh, but I like that. Marquee matchup. Uh, should we move along to um, We've got six my matchup? Them. Yeah, let's go to your matchup. I've let's got go. my matchup uh, listed in the uh, least interesting matchup of the week category. Okay. I'm playing Tim. I have to think of a better name for that category. Yeah. I don't think this matchup is going to be close okay. at all. You're I don't 20, like Tim's team. I didn't have him in my playoffs. 22 point favorite. 77% chance of winning before the week started. Highest in the league. I don't think there's really any way it's close. Mm, looking, 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 looking. I guess theoretically, if the, my Washington Redskins football team shit tonight you, against the Giants don't perform, that could hurt me. <laughs> you are starting Heineke. Let's put, keep that in mind. Right, we'll have three guys who have played by the time this pod comes out. Yeah. Gibson, Scary Terry. Heineke. That's called uh, a stack, baby. Yeah, that is a stack. It's crazy that you're consistently like supposed to be the highest scoring team in the league when you have three Redskins in your starting. The Redskins have an elite skill position group. Oh, I see you're going back to the Mike Isicki well once more. That is undecided at this point, actually. Yeah, that's in flux. That is in flux. Uh, I'll give you the edge because uh, your team was a handful for us last week, but uh, I wouldn't be shocked if Tim pulled up a little up, pulled off a little upset here. I, I think it's wild that tim's only starting one quarterback and it's teddy bridgewater so uh, i didn't see that. one quarterback and it's teddy bridgewater he's elijah mitchell he's there. also got elijah mitchell he's also got antonio brown he's also Why got banged have- up josh jacobs against pittsburgh defense oh because he has Fitzpatrick. that is what's going on here this is a this is a no contest for me yeah okay I'll- my team's this- not going zero and two it's just not happening okay yeah okay. next next let's go uh next best for Jelly me deli against hall of dame ATLVT, just where my eyes went. Let's do it. Uh, you know, Jelly Deli is like a is a big is a big personality in this league. O and one, two O and one teams trying to get right, both trying to contend this year. Um, I am going with Hall of Dame in a what I would call a must win. Arguably, I'm going to agree with you there. Um, I think uh, while Jelly Deli has an incredible uh, incredible clout with everything outside of the, the, the league, uh, you know, the performance of the league. Um, 
I think he's got the worst team in the league. I really don't like it. I don't like really any of it. I think uh, it's potentially good for the future, but um, I really can't believe he's starting Juju, Nelson Aguilar, and Christian Kirk in this league. That is yeah, I, I think offensive. I think there's no way Debo and Kirk have the same weeks they had last week. At the same time, that picture of Chad keeps bringing me in. So. It's really good. How are they starting – these guys it's it's Did people get hurt what happened it's when you spend 150 dollars on a running back who's not in your lineup because he's a backup that hurts mm. uh they've got Le'Veon bell and malcolm brown on their bench mm. Ooh. a lot of things i don't like about it and unfortunately uh i mean i do like hall of dame I like that the, team. uh better get your eyes on that uh 2022 nfl draft class season top of garrett wilson ohio state spencer rattler yeah spencer rattler that boy from north carolina who sucks that's where these guys are going to be thinking <laughs> Uh, focusing their attention sooner rather than later. Um, yeah, I don't like this at all. Not don't like it. Close. I think ATLVT smacks them. Debo Samuel, by the way, like the flukiest 70 yard touchdown you're going to see all year. Ever. I it was a punt. It was like a punt. Okuda like tore his Achilles on the play, I think. Yeah, it was like a punt. It was a free, free touchdown. Yeah, I don't like it. Christian Kirk also is boomer bust. You know, I, I was Nelson Aguilar. Ugh. All right, let's move to the next matchup. How about this one? This is a high-flying, high-power matchup, and Uncle Allen's do not kittle digs mm. against Swift kicking the Johnson, which I think was the number one scoring team last week. They were, and they were not a team I liked coming in, but nope. some things are turning their way potentially, and it's it's maybe getting interesting for them. Let's let's call it out. Do not kittle digs is a twelve to thirteen point favorite, uh, and it's projected to win. I like them to I like them to win as well. Go to two and zero. You one, like that? Uh, one of my playoff teams, I'm sticking with it. I think the swift kick in the Johnson thing is, uh, like I said, maybe turning in the direction that's that's more positive with Leonard Fournette, you know, Rojo fumbling, losing his job. That's potentially useful. DeAndre Swift just getting a million targets because they're always losing. That's useful. Cortland Sutton is now very potentially useful from the Judy injury. These are all things breaking their way, um, but I don't Amari think it's Amari Cooper, enough. Michael Gallup injury. Yep. Yep. I ultimately don't think it's enough, though, but I do think this team is actually going to be a lot better than I thought for all the reasons I just said. Yeah, I, do, I like the rest of their season much more than I did coming into the draft. I didn't have them as a playoff team. Could Me be neither. wrong about that. Yep. Yeah. As long as DeAndre Swift doesn't get officially arrested for murder, uh, I think they got a good team. Conspiracy. Forward. That's a conspiracy. Do we know anything about the murder? No. I know nothing. I know nothing also. The only reason I'm saying this is because I own him in my other league, and if I lost him, I would be what you call this devastated. This is not a true crime podcast. Where there's smoke, there's fire, boys. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, I like your team. There's also, I think the Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs thing that didn't click last week, I think that clicks this week. The quote-unquote stack. The stack. Although the Dolphins' D is frisky. That's kind of tough defense. We'll see. I, I, I'd say they have a resurgence this week. I still like you to pull it out. Gronk in the starting lineup. Is that Whoa! No, I, I feel good about that. Double he, barrel tight end. He had like eight or nine targets last week. Double um, barrel tight end? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa. We're tight end guys. That you don't see very often. We're tight end guys. That is a thin position. We got tight ends. That that belongs here on the Bruce Brothers I might podcast. I start Logan Thomas next time. Wow! Too. If you start three tight ends and win, triple, up triple barrel guys. tight ends. We'll have a whole segment. On we that. will we will segment that. Yeah, as we are wont to do. Wiener on the table. All right, we got two matchups left. Let's go. Just continuing down the board on my end here. Let's go. Smelly Pits versus Fuck Sleeper. That's Chad Sice versus 
the Nate Don. Two 1-0 teams. Two teams I don't think either of us had in the playoffs. Both 1-0 to start. Uh, what do you like here, Kev? What do I like? Oh, sorry. Just to update, Smelly Pitts, Chad Sice, uh, projected win by 11. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a bloodbath. I think Smelly Pitts wins big time. I also agree. I know we talked about this last time. Nate even texted me on the side, which is good. That means he's listening. Shout out, Nate. Thanks for listening. Shout out, uh, Don, too. With shout out, Don. Don with the rhymes. Uh, that he didn't couldn't believe we didn't have his team in the playoffs. And it's like, well, dude, of course I like your top six. Those guys you all spent, spent all your money on. But you're starting Damian Williams. That's outrageous. Sammy Watkins, MVS, Talk of the Town. Valdez. Valdez Scantling. I, I, these guys should not be started in our league. I can't pick that team to win a game. I'm sorry. Yeah. When, I'm, when those I'm guys gonna, are all in there. I'm, I'm going to go, keep going I'm, against it. I'm going to go the other way. I think Lamar has a big week. I think Dalvin has a big week. I think they come through. I think they all have big weeks as well. I don't think that gets them through, though. Is that enough when potentially oh, Watkins? Oh. Also, T. Higgins is on the bench here. What's going on there? Oh, whoa. That's – I was going to say, is aren't they missing one of their six? He's fine. T. Higgins needs to be in the lineup. Well, it's good you guys are here to help them – Remember to set their own. I would like some extra points for that. I think I was the one who flagged it. Ah, uh, shit. So. Uh, okay, fine. You'll have it. Um, next one, final matchup of the week. We've got uh, Brown Town versus uh, Mina. Oh, 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 sorry. Sorry. Oop, Roll it back. Oop, oop. Let's do our Kyle Pitts weekly meter. Oh, Kyle Pitts weekly meter. All right. Uh, Is it an audience applause thing, or how do we meter it out? No, it's just – uh, how do we feel about $183 for the seven points Tyler, uh, Kyler, Kyle Pitts performed in week one? Didn't like it then. Bad value right now? Didn't like it then. Dislike it more now. Any concerns about the way Matt Ryan looked against that Eagles day for Kyle Pitts' future? For me, honestly, it was less about the way Matt Ryan looked and more about the way Kyle Pitts looked. Like, he wasn't out there that much. He wasn't open that much from what I could tell. It wasn't like Matt Ryan's problem. It was like, is this guy as this guy was anointed a hall of famer before I ever played a snap. How often does that go? Right. I mean, that goes wrong all the time, especially at tight end. Those guys take a while to marinate. Uh, it's nothing not easy. Kyle Pitts. If it takes him three years to figure it out. I mean, that happened. Look at Kittle and Kelsey. They bloomed late. Yeah. Uh, Waller bloomed really late, really late, but uh, no one had anointed them the second coming before they ever played a snap. I don't like that. I don't like that. Let's put it this way. If he's getting between six and 10 points per fantasy game from Kyle Pitts this year, that's, that's concerning. Well, no. And that's why we didn't have this team in our playoff in our, in our, in our playoff group, because there's too much on the youth. It takes time. It takes time. To the, best said, youth. the rest of this team has pleasantly surprised me and actually may have it in the playoff time. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. There are two running backs that they're starting, a Kareem Hunt and Chase Edmonds. Yeah, but they did well. Are both of those backups. Like, they both did well, though. Yeah, but like I mean, it's Edmonds week one. He's behind Connor, but I don't know about Kareem Hunt. He's definitely not the starter, right? Kareem Hunt's definitely not the starter, no. Okay. He's been okay. getting like 50% of the snaps, actually, so he might have a decent year. Yeah, I mean, he'll be frisky, but it's like neither of your RB1s are workhorses. That hurts. I think he comes – is Dak a top – five quarterback and it's Cooper cup going to do like a top 10 receiver thing here, which we've seen him do. We've seen him do it. So if he does that with him, no I think doubt. it's honestly staying healthy. Cooper cup. Yeah. He's awesome when he's out there yeah. and has, now he has Matt Stafford. I mean, right now I'd probably be drafting him as a top 10 receiver. I think I also think that could happen. And I think the impending Trey Lance takeover to take away your, you know, 12, 13 Jimmy Garoppolo points, turn that into 20 and 25 Trey Lance points. 
interesting. Yeah, potentially. I mean, it depends what team he gets traded to. Right, of course. So it depends what team he gets traded to. Oh, then he'll have two quarterbacks on his team yeah. in, in place of one. Exactly. It's a genius move. Wow. Really helps him during bye weeks and a things like that. genius move. Yeah. Um, so who's next? <laughs> Last matchup of the week. Next stop, Browntown. Can we talk about that? That's great. Is that that's he... just A.J. Brown? No, 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 no. This owner, I have it on good authority. This owner loves shitting his pants. It's like his favorite thing. His name is Stephen Rainey. Every time he feels a little little poop coming on, he stands up and he goes, next stop, Brown Town. And then he just takes a huge shit right in his pants. And I think he's paying homage to that right now, which is really cool. Yep, exactly. So I think that's a perfect name for the perfect thing. Next stop, Brown Town. And Sean Zell, the co-owner, has nothing to say about that. Uh, he supports him, but he does not understand. Supports, but doesn't understand. Yeah. Got it. That's, what, that's my understanding uh, of it. So they're going up against, who Who wants to say this one? I will. Uh, Menagee Tua. Oh, God. Uh, Ruining the best team name that's maybe ever been created in, in history. Somebody else want to try. With your, with your uncultured, goddamn... Oh. It's menage toi. No, I'm sorry, I'm not French. Alan, I, I think not prepared here. And this is a great team name, by the way, but Alan, you have a whole segment here. Well, I, well, I, I want to say on the front end that I think there's an incredible team name. And uh, I mean, no disrespect by this, but it was almost too good. So we did a little behind the scenes research. We just like, around. did he look it up? Yeah. Did he come up with this or did he look it up? So the answer I think is no. There's a lot of like really bad fantasy football name suggestions uh, online. Like you just go to one page here. This is Pro Football Network. You have Tua legit to quit. Mm. Tua B or not Tua B, just the Tua us. Like to give you an idea of how shitty these names are. So you think he invented this all on his own? I Him and his co-owner Mike. So they were talking Mike and Rafi. We're we talking found, Mike and Rafi. We found one Reddit thread where there is. A suggestion of menage toi, but spelt like the actual French way mm-hmm. without Tua. With all so the X's name, and their stuff. Their is more clever than that already. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, if anyone in the world could find a deep internet hole thing. Oh, man. It is Mr. Michael Bagels Margolis. I forgot about that. That's a, that's a key red flag. Key red flag. But I really want to give them the credit. Yeah. It is an incredible team name. I want them to take credit for it. But if they lied and if they looked it up, or they didn't lie necessarily, but if they looked it up, Uncle Alan, we need to know. Did you check Twitter? I did not do a full. Oh, do we think we need to do a scrub of Twitter? We here. need to do a. Let's Twitter come scrub. back to this later because if, if Dorito Dink, if Monologue Mike found this, it would be on Twitter for sure. The guy has so many names. There's no results from Menage Tua. At all with the apostrophe, at least. Okay. Oh, there's so no it's, apostrophe. It's no, super no possible. Apostrophe with apostrophe, no results for this. So. Okay. Well, we'll need to hear more. I'd like to know in the group. Let us know. Uh, I mean, if this is an OG idea, which I think it could be because how many people have Tua and Najee? Exactly. Harris? Yeah. It takes you having both guys to yeah. have this name be real. And look, even if they've looked it up and found Menage as, a, as an idea and they added Tua on top. I still think that's pretty good. That's good. That's impressive. I'm going to zag here and say this came from Rafi's brain. Wow. He has the brain for this. The only way Mike would have come up with this would be if he looked it up and found it on Reddit. Let's be real. He's not the creative of the bunch. Just a copy and paste job? He's a copy and paste kind of guy. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, they are favored to win by 12 uh, coming in here. 
And I like this squad. I actually had both of these squads in my playoffs, uh, in my playoff group, and they're both 0-1. It's a massive game here. What is the stat? 0-2? 5% chance to make the playoffs? You heard it here first, folks. 0-2 has a 5% or less chance chance of making the playoffs. playoffs. And this is the inaugural (laughs) year of our league. I mean, we have another 0-1-0-1 matchup. Yeah. These are teams we liked, and uh, who are we going with here? I can see it going either way. See it going either way. Um, I'm going to stick with uh, my menage a trois. I think that team I had sort of higher likelihood of making it in the playoffs than, than, than the Brown Town shit themselves team. So I'm going to think that they shit themselves here, a la their co-owner, uh, one of their co-owners. And I'm going to go with uh, menage a trois, although very concerned about Big Ben. He might be dead. No, nah, he's going up against that Raiders defense, which is Oh, straight, straight the decimated booty. Raiders? Yeah. Yeah. I like menage a trois. Yeah, I think I agree. I mean, I'm trying to make a hot take here, but not worth it. It's hard for me to get excited against about Miles Gaskin and David Montgomery. So I will say, up until the flex of Browntown shit myself team, I really like it. I really like it. I don't like the Ayuk and Singletary. What's wrong? Oh, you're out on Ayuk. I'm out. I'm not out on Ayuk. I think he's awesome. I think there's something weird going on there that he might not be a Niner for very long. I already took my guillotine on that. I already admitted defeat there. No, yeah, I think it's not going to work for him this year as a Niner. Do you remember when, like, Dante Pettis was, like, really good and just disappeared? I'm getting Dante Pettis vibes. Into oblivion overnight. Apparently today I read this thing uh, from Shanahan. They ran their practice, like, Two receivers, two receivers, and then Ayuk was the last one to run the drills by himself. That was it was this- two receivers, two receivers, then Ayuk. This week? That was today. I read that. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was just like behind like Sher- Trent, whatever that guy's, Sheffield, Sherfield, and then two other guys I never heard of. Yeah, use check. No, not use check the fullback. Like two other receivers. Wow. Okay. It's not good. And I like him a lot. Remember, I feel like Shanahan was saying he would have taken Ayuk over like CD Lamb and all those guys last year. And now look at him. He's putting him in his doghouse. You don't want to be in his doghouse. Yeah, definitely not. Um, okay. So that's it for that segment. Uh, I don't think we missed any matchups. Nope, we got them all. I think we got one more uh uh, no, that's pretty much it for, for this league, I think, uh, specifics. Then I think we should hop into some to, some some betting, some wise guys stuff, mm. and uh, some other just kind of fun stuff. Why don't you queue up the wise guys? Stuff? Let's do the wise guys stuff. Uh, so as you recall, uh, we've got the the, the wise guys uh, write-ups I used to do once every few weeks last year. We're going to kind of keep that going here on the pod uh, with sort of four major categories. Wise guys is the betting pool many of us are in. If you're not in it, hit me up. It's still time to join. Uh, it's really fun. Is there still time to join? Yeah, we let buybacks in. We'll let someone join in week two. Why not? More money for me when I inevitably get my first W. Uh, anyway, we've got a couple of categories here. First one, wise man of the week. And you know this pains me to congratulate my co-host here, whom I hate to see succeed in really anything in life, uh, Eno here to my left. Uh, he's going to win wise man of the week. Five and one. Five and one last week. Wise man. That's badass. A five and one week is really impressive. Uh, congrats, Eno, on a thank big week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I had a great Sunday and it rolled over into Monday with that wild Raiders Ravens game that was a straight up thrill ride uh, all the way to the end. Wasn't feeling good at all. No. And somehow the Raiders pulled it down. We were on that roller coaster together. That was fun. Raiders plus four. We had a good time. We don't often share. 
the same side of things. No. And that was nice. No, that's the thing I like about wise guys is I could share my bets with you guys all day long. It takes a matter. lot of gall to press that bet button. Yep. And like, you know, at that point, we know how tough it is. I don't care who you are, where you're at. Yep. It's a tough thing to watch your bets happen. Yep, no doubt. Uh, all right, weenie of the week. Um, the weenie of the week here is a, is, a, is honestly a whole family, which is tough. Oh, it's, the, it's the yeah, it's, it's tough. It's the Zecker household. So we've got a, a friend. Zecker? Yeah, Jordan Zecker is a friend of ours from uh, from college. He was in our in our frat in college. Uh, he brought in two of his family members, also Zeckers, a okay. brother. I think I don't know who the third Zecker is, but. Two of the three Zeckers, not actually, I don't think actually Jordan, the main guy, uh, but two of the three Zeckers. Oh, no. Yes. Jordan is one of them. Uh, both went 0-3 and, and they're in last right now. 0-3. They're two wrong bets from being out in week two. Yikes. That so sucks. I'm putting the whole Zeckers, the household, the family. Mom is now included. Everyone's included. Uh, I, I think mom weenies. listens to the podcast. Yeah. Well, they're, they're all weenies of the week now. Oh, geez. Uh, that, that's my fault. I'm that's, sorry, everybody. That's not that's, good. Uh, not good radio. Kelly! Not good radio. Put not good radio. radio. All right, two final things that are interesting from the pool. Biggest winner. We had eight people, eight smart guys, have Denver over the Giants. Uh, I think they were, I can't remember what the line was, but Denver, minus big three and winner. A half. Denver minus three and a half in New or York. two and a half. Something like that. They get the win. Biggest loser, nine people with Kansas City to cover Ooh, uh, against the cover. Browns. They did not cover. Tough matchup. Mm-hmm. Public betting right there. That's some public betting right there. Uh, off of that, should we head to our best bets update? Yeah, let's do it. Quick uh, best bets update. So Kevin and I every week are going to give a couple of our best bets. Can't miss bets. So as you guys remember last week, uh, I was 3-0. and uh, I had the Dallas game right. We recorded this pod right before Dallas-Tampa. I had Dallas with the points. I had Denver minus, minus three and a half or something against the Giants. That was easy. And I believe what was the other one I had? Chargers. Carolina. 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 Carolina over the Jets. Against the Jets. Barely squeaked that one out. But, but that was really di- that's a three and a. That was a good one. Um, that game was was even a bigger. So I have you as at three and zero with an asterisk. I have a three and zero with an asterisk as well because there's some line discrepancy here. So uh, my two hardcore, you know, no doubt wins were uh, I had the Rams minus seven and a half. Uh, on Sunday night against the Bears, they covered. And I had Vegas, as we just talked about, the Raiders at home plus four against the Ravens. Both of those covered. Now, Kevin can see here my one week ago sheet. I wrote down San Francisco minus seven and a half, mm. which they were at one point. Mm. On the point of this pod last Thursday, they were minus seven and a half. That covered, that wins. However, I bet them in Wise Guys on Sunday at minus eight and a half. And as we already covered in Ari's Injustices, they did not. Them lions is frisky. The, you know, the lions are not frisky. That was Dan Campbell. Yeah, the okay, lions are Dan not frisky. Against Man Campbell. <laughs> I love Man Campbell. I love his caffeine is intake. That what they call him That's now? what they call him. Yeah, Man Campbell. Man Campbell. Oh man. And I love that. so 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 that that's a best bet. So much fucking coffee. It's insane. Are they gonna? I, I might have to put them with the points against oh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Oh boy. Well, um, anyway, so that one's I'm I'm taking it three and zero because when I set it on this pod, it was seven and a half. When I bet it, it was eight and a half. Technically, that's a cover, but I don't feel good about it. At the end of the year, I will take the victory. Deal. Okay. All right, on to our best bets for this week. Uh, Kev, you want me to start? Or you want to go? Mm, I I can go. Uh, I had the big week last week. 
Um, let me just pull them up real. Yeah, you're quick. our wise man of the week. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'll go in order to the slate here. I'm taking Start with the slate. New York Giants plus three and a half tonight against Washington, oh. and this is mostly a bet against Heineke. Wow. Just as an update on wise guys, we have Giants plus four. It has right since now. shifted. Oh, so. interesting! Another instance of me not refreshing. It was my yeah. It was minus three this morning, uh, Washington, which I know because I uh, grabbed it. Uh, wanted to grab it, didn't, waited, got it at minus three and a half. It is also one of my best bets. So we are directly head-to-head on this one. Oh, nice. So you're taking New York also? I'm, no, I'm taking Washington, minus three and a half. The fighting Taylor Heineke's will cover by four. I think that Giants defense might be frisky. It's, it is, it is, but the rest of the Giants are a bottom five team in the NFL. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what Saquon That's fun, us. though. Two best bets. We can't both be defe- undefeated. That's yeah, fun. Yeah, I, I refuse to touch that game with a 10-foot and that's why you're an idiot. <laughs> and, and, and you're you're out on you're you're staying away from that game. It's a stay away. Big time. Stay. It's probably a smart stay away. Stay we'll away. look back and say we wish we stood away. One of us. We, yeah, we might have to just bet on every Thursday night. Game, We're going to if we're doing Thursday pods. All right, here are my other two real quick. Rams minus four and a half. Oh, sorry, I have it at three and a half. I don't know if that moved. Rams minus four and a half at Indy. That's a bet against Wentz and that receiving core to put up points at the Rams. So we've actually moved to minus three and a half on that one. That's what I have. I it. also love that. Bet. I have it at minus three and a half as one of my three best bets as well. We have both, uh, both of our bets and our best bets are the same game. Okay. So far, I've got one more. I have one more too. All right. Hit us. It's gotta be different, right? Kansas City. Oh my God. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Minus three and a half. Dude, me too. Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore looked bad. They were playing a bad team, and Kansas City's awesome. Baltimore is bad. I don't trust Lamar. I think if you get Kansas City at anywhere in the three, four range against a team that isn't definitely good, rip it. All right, Al, you, big Al, you got to give us a bet here because Ari and I were too overlapped there. That's the, that's the risk of not sharing anything you like, Uncle Al. Which is funny, by the way, while he's looking at his bet. Uh, my dad's nickname in college was Big Al. So you just saying that really brought me back to those those 80s years. When you were in college? Yeah, me and Big Al hanging out. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. They call me Big Al sometimes. Yeah, it works. Big Al, Uncle Al. Yeah. Hot Al. Hot Al. Anyway. Smart Al. The, the big smart. <laughs> big ass Al. The big smart hot Uncle Al bet of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Arizona minus three and a half. Fuck yeah. Oh, wow. I love I that. Looked like. A fucking beast. QB1. He was incredible. He was throwing touchdowns all over the place. Minnesota, on the other hand, is so bad. Kirk Cousins, bad. Their defense, still bad. Mike Zimmer, old. Dalvin Cook, okay. Not enough to overcome Arizona. Give me Arizona. Minus three and a half is a steal. That is a big, hot, sexy, smart bet if I've ever seen one. I hate it. I know, because you don't want Kyler to be good. No, it's not that at all. It's just I need to see more from uh, Kingsbury. Mm, okay. Uh, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I think Kirk and the boys can put up some points. So uh, I might be wrong on that, but uh, we'll see. We will see. And that brings us to, uh, I believe, our last two segments I have here. Oh, we've got more. than I shouldn't count. Counting is tough. tough. Let's move to uh, one of my favorite segments that we're going to introduce here. This is called the Jack Off of the Week segment. And boy, is this good. Uh, this is, as we all know. Mine was Monday, by the way. Yours was Monday? Yeah. What was Monday? Go 
Okay. Uh, oh, your your jack off of the week was Monday. Oh, nice. Right over my head. Um, jack off of the week. <laughs> Mine was Sunday. Uh, it's named after Hugh Jackson, the all time worst coach in the history of the NFL. Is as that we all statistically know. correct? Absolutely not. It's purely emotional for me. Uh, I just I just remember laughing at that motherfucker all every time every week. It was like clockwork. He would make the boneheaded decision. So Jack off of the week, Matt rule coach of the Panthers Sunday, early slate. He comes, he chalks up the scaredest or most afraid punt in history. He punted from the opponent's 34 yard line. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The surrender index, which is an index that uh, measures how, soft how cowardly a punt was uh measured that at the 99.6 percentile of all punts since 1999 so oh my god 0.4 <laughs> punts since 1999 have been more cowardly than that punt. Is, wow is there a better stat than the surrender index i there can't uh, be. i need that on my screen for almost every play that is so possible. good that is so good and that is why matt rule wins our jack off of the week also, Fuck you, Matt Rule. Oh, uh, come on. Don't slander Matt Rule. Well, actually, I like Matt Rule, but come on. To uh, answer he won the, the game. He did win the game. To answer the Hugh Jackson question, he has the second worst career per- wow. career winning percentage behind Marty Morning. Oh, wow. no way. I love yeah. Marty. Point Longtime Eagles offensive coordinator. Yeah, 0.156% career winning percentage. Who, who's got a higher sample size? Who, who, had, oh, who coached more games? Hugh. Hugh had two full seasons, right? Yeah. Hugh had, I think, 40 games and Marty had 32. Okay. So we were Marty not wrong. 32? And I want this known. We didn't, I didn't look this up. Hugh Jackson is the worst coach ever. Wait, what's we nailed that? Did Morningweg coach for the Detroit Lions? So that makes sense. When? Was that before his offensive coordinator under Andy Reid's stuff or after? Um, it looks like what year was 2001 it? and 2002. Oh, so before. Yeah. Then he joined the Eagles, I'm pretty sure. Oh, or maybe he left and came back. But wow, he was definitely there post 2002. Wow. Awesome. Great Love that. Fact, Val. Great fact. Good job. Big sexy. Uh, all right. So that's our Jack off of the week. Kevin, why don't you lead us into um, the next segment? Which, one, which one's the next segment? Uh, we've got the movie wrecks. Oh yeah. Okay. I've got two movie wrecks for everybody. Uh, oh man, there's a lot of pressure here. Do you have them ready? Or do I have them ready. Okay. I don't know this is the most excitement by far that I've seen in your face the whole time. Yeah. I know loves movies. I'm in a kid in a candy shop right now. Uh, Point Break is my first one. <laughs> Point uh, Break. 1991 starring Keanu Reeves. Oh, and, God. Uh, it's and Patrick Swayze. He's and, not a good actor. An dude. amazing movie, action-packed, directed by Catherine Bigelow, uh, Surfers that Rob Banks, and Keanu Reeves is an FBI agent going undercover with the surfers to try and stop them, and it's absolutely amazing. I was going to say, he should be the surfer because he talks like one. Well, he learns how to surf. Well, he talks like a surfer. But he is an FBI that's, agent. That's oh, why he's man. the perfect FBI agent for this particular scenario. Yeah. Are you sure it's not Bigelo? Gary Busey's in it too. Awesome. Uh, awesome. That sounds like something I definitely won't watch, but maybe someone else you know, right. is I'll interested. I'll give you my stay away movie of the week. Stay away movie. Yeah, it's also starring Keanu Reeves. Teen Wolf 2? Oh. Uh, it's called The Replacements. Oh, gosh. Has anybody seen that? No, but I've heard of it. I've actually never watched The Replacements, though. 
Yeah, I, I tried giving it a watch. It's a football movie. It's one of those football movies that like says it's the NFL and tries to be the NFL, but they have none of the trademarks or licenses. So it's just cities and weird jerseys like and the, the oh, Boise I, Gladiators. Yeah, it's the, it's the Washington Sentinels. Uh, is uh, there? Wait, I may have stumbled upon this on TV one time accidentally. Is there a character in there named a Seal Tear? Or no? I have no idea. Okay. Oh, you didn't watch it? I didn't watch the whole thing. (laughs) Well, maybe you would have. This guy would have come up. I must be thinking of a different movie. It was really bad. It was basically like a really lame version of The Longest Yard. Uh, Just not entertaining. Maybe entertaining if you're like a little kid, but it was really bad. But Keanu's a quarterback and his like throwing motion honestly doesn't look bad for like an actor. Uh, Shane Falco, that's his name. But it is a bad movie. Well, this two things. One, I'm talking about the comebacks, which apparently I've seen. It is a 4.3 on IMDb, so that's not a good one. Uh, Is this going to be an exclusively Keanu Reeves segment moving forward, or can we expect some diversity here? (laughs) I mean, I can keep it Keanu Reeves for every time I do it. I'm hoping for some diversity. Do you think he's a good actor? I think he's pretty good, yeah. I'm happy to go through the whole catalog right now. No, we're not doing that. Okay. Uh, Okay. We're not doing that. Um, last segment for me, the thing I'm most excited for, it's our goddamn namesake after all, the motherfucking bruise brother of the week. Kevin? Oh, is this beef of the week? This is our bruise brother of the week. Okay. We're going back and forth on the name. I like beef of the week. Beef uh, of the week? Did we already use beef? We already used beef. We already used beef. That was beef, beef house. house. That's beef house of the week. Yeah. No, yeah. that's just in that's, the beef house. No, no, that's that's different. Right. If you guys are listening to this in the text group or the league chat, beef of the week or bruise brother of the week, please just share your thoughts. Beef well, they don't know what it is yet. Week? I think they can guess. Well, why don't you tell them? Uh, I think you have a better description. I think I probably do. So the bruise brother of the week, or at minimum, Alan just suggested beef brother of the week, which I also kind of like. Or beef of the week. I just don't like beef only. Beef beef bro. Yeah, beef bro. That's great. Beef of the week. It's the best way to say it. Beef of the week feels incomplete to me. But anyway, it's basically your big boy, your O-lineman, your D-lineman, just really showing out. And it's hard for those guys to show out. We don't get, they don't get enough love on red zone. Uh, or really any of these games. And uh, we've got a couple of candidates here, but we're going to talk about the biggest beef, the strongest, toughest, best hog molly or big uglies, whatever you want to call it, those guys that won the week. And for for me, there was a clear number one and then a couple of other just frisky number twos. Yeah, to be fair, I agree with a lot of yours, but I'm going to spice it up and have three different ones. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, we. I mean, so we more or less one week ago today went just – completely creamed our pants over Vita Vea. That guy had an unbelievable game last Thursday, and he just visually is so full of beef. He is exploding out of his uniform. He moves beef around. He moves beef with his beef. His helmet, his shoulder pads, his jersey, none of it can contain him. None of it. It's bursting from the seams. And I fucking love that. And he was also dominating. Disruptive. Shut down the entire uh, Cowboys run game. That was fun uh, to watch. He was just moving people around. He picked up Tony Pollard basically by his by his jock strap and yep. just dangled him. He was uh, he was a man among man amongst boys. And we looked it up after the fact. I thought he might have been big, but not the biggest guy. He's six four. I thought he was like six foot. He's like six four. What was he? Two sixty or something. He's like a top five no, biggest guy he in the was league. At least three. 40? I mean, sorry, 
Yeah, I was going to say 360. Okay. Yeah. The only one guy we looked at that was bigger was like 380. He's gigantic. Trent Brown. So Trent Brown was yeah. the biggest one. Heaviest guy. I couldn't um, believe he was that big. Yeah. Big boy. Okay. Big boy. Beef boy of the week. I'm going to go with one of mine. Javon Hargrave. Mm. Uh, pushing people around. Getting through the Huge line, game. Just plunging right through and putting putting Matty Ice on his back. Best game as an eagle. He looked awesome. He looked awesome. My other two shout outs are both Eagles strictly because I rewatched the clip so many times and it was so goddamn fun. Jason Kelsey blocking 15 yards down the field is, is, is my favorite, my favorite beef thing every, every year. Hall of Famer. I can't get enough of it because he's running as fast as the running back 15 yards down the field, knocking idiots on their ass. What a legend drinking beers on the field after the game. Best center ever question mark. Tim Hughes, get back to me on that. I'm saying yes, but I'm biased. And then uh, Jordan Mailata, our former rookie, our former running uh, rugby player, now left tackle the Eagles, just abusing corners on the Jalen Rieger touchdown. Runner yeah. up for me. He is really good. All right, I'll go with my next one, Alec Ingold, uh, fullback for the for the Raiders. Dude, he looked kind of fa- he looked like kind of like a little dinky fairy, honestly, on some of those plays. I mean, I thought he did good. He was he, was he did his- really well. He caught a lot of balls. Yeah, he was putting his head down. He was making some some tough plays. I needed um, some more physicality out of him. I know Gruden loves his fullbacks. Uh, John Ritchie, Mike Allstott. I think keep your eye on Alec Ingold this year, boys. Fantasy pickup? Yeah, potentially. You need touchdowns. <laughs> over under two touchdowns this year. Way over. Way over? Way over. Four. Yeah, I'll put it at four. That's nuts. Yeah, four touchdowns. Uh, we're making a side bet. Rushing. I'm hammering the under there. Okay. And then the last one is more of a tribute. Uh, Mekhi Becton uh, down, hurt. Sad. Big loss for the Jets. Big loss for Zach Wilson. I feel for you. Man, that sucks. Yeah. Can I can I throw a flag on this one? Uh, because it turns out he only sprained his MCL instead of oh. fully tearing oh. it. Okay. So he's I think he's only out for a couple of weeks. It's gonna probably be long. It's probably gonna be like a good, you know, two months. But it's not the whole season. I think he wasted our sympathy and our love. On that one. I do feel like if you're bringing out the cart, it's probably got to be season ending. Yeah. Big Al, do you have any other beefs? I I have no beefs. Okay. I've no Other than big, the one with Delhi for calling him a hipster no six big months ago. Beefy boys that's to a, report. That's, that's fine. That's a beef stoop. That's a beef stoop. Yeah, stoop beef. Stoop beef. beef I wasn't stoop. briefed on this beef. That's cool. Previously, you weren't really you weren't really, briefed, really briefed on anything. And you've done here, a wonderful job. Drank a martini on the beef. Yep, a pod teeny. The pod teeny. Pod teenies are flowing. Flowing. Okay. What else you got, Ace? That's everything I've got. What are we at? We're right at an hour here. We're right at an hour. Uh, anything I gave my movie Rex. Uh, let me see here. Got any good jokes for us? Uh, no jokes. Uh, here's one. Oh, well, I just throw a shout out the Raiders punter. What's his name again? AJ Cole. Big boot, big wrecking ball feet on that guy. He was booming punt. Legs of pendulums. He dropped, I think, like a 68-yard punt. Uh, he's our Grim Reaper of the Week. Coffin corner punting. Yeah, he needs a shout out. I don't have anything else. Uh, uh, I hope everybody has a good Sunday and uh, wins all their bets and wins all their fantasy matchups. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And congratulations to me on my 15 year anniversary of being a man. I think that's important to call out once again. I think we end on that. Yeah. Yeah. Good day in the Jewish community. Thank you, Ari. Thanks, all. All right. Bye bye. Pretty good. Pretty good, I think. I think. I think it was good.